2: Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast.
3: It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music. There's no interruptions. It's just us.
2: Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Miguel, sure thing. It's the Q Morning Show, Q one o four. We are just getting Tuesday morning started. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Now, yesterday, Morgan had a rough start to the morning. Yes, it wasn't her fault. Still rough. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't oversleep, but there was uh, traffic issues. We had that rain uh, the other night, and roads were slick. There was an accident. Ninety West was shut down. All lanes were shut down. That was yesterday morning. Yes. This morning. <laughs> What, what is happening with you? Do you think that you're going to oversleep some morning or what?
3: No. Okay. So this actually happened over the weekend, but I forgot to tell you it yesterday. It was going to be part of my weekend recap, but it's caused a, a huge, it didn't cause a rift between David and I, you know, my fiance <laughs> who's back from England, but I was mad at him this weekend because... You know, I wake up before David does, but David wakes up at 6 a.m. every day. So it's not terribly much later that he gets up, right? But what is the cardinal rule for you on a weekend as a morning show host?
2: What is the rule? Um, No alarms at all?
3: No alarms at all. At least not at 6 a.m., right? Like, you're not trying to wake up early on the weekends. Yeah,
2: unless the kids have to be at some baseball game in Columbus. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not getting up at 6 a.m. on a so, Saturday.
3: this weekend, you know, David was in Boise for a work trip. So I was by myself again this weekend. I was so looking forward to sleeping in because I just had a terrible sleep week. You know how those go. And Saturday morning, 6 a.m., the alarm yeah. clock goes off. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot about it. So I, I got up, I turned it off, and went back to sleep. 10 minutes later, "Eh, eh, eh." and I'm like, what the heck? I just turned this thing off. So at this point, I'm mad, and I unplug it from the wall, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, like shuffling about, ripping the the cord out of the wall, and I think I'm home free, right? The next morning, Sunday morning, the alarm clock that is unplugged from the wall goes off at 6 "Eh, a.m. I'm like... Is this alarm clock possessed? What is happening?
2: You have batteries in there, I'm assuming. batteries in
3: there. I didn't even know alarm clocks did that.
2: I mean, of course, it's a
3: no-brainer now when you think about it, because if you accidentally unplug it, you still want the alarm to go off.
2: Or if the power goes out.
3: Oh, my gosh. I was cussing and carrying on Sunday morning, 6 a.m., right before church. (laughs) I was so mad. I was so mad.
2: So you just keep that thing on all the time? You don't? turn it off you don't know how to turn it off and
3: that's why i was like david (laughs) tell me how to turn this stupid alarm clock off he's like unplug it i was like i did unplug it and it still went off because it's demon possessed by batteries
2: so you use the old school alarm
3: (laughs) he does yes i
2: use my phone as my alarm which kind of scares me a little bit too because i mean if the i don't know if it would if i forget to charge it or something like that and then it, it turns off Obviously, the, it's not going to wake me up that morning.
3: Well, I mean, if you have an old-school alarm clock, you could take a hammer to it, and it would still go <laughs> off at 6 a.m. every morning.
2: Right. Well, it's uh, it's good to have you here. Is the, so does the alarm get you up every single morning, or do you wake up before the alarm?
3: I wake up before my alarm yeah, every day.
2: Me, too. Me, too. I, I can't even tell you the last time that my alarm actually went off when it's supposed to go off. I'm always up, like, 10 minutes before it goes off.
3: Yeah, it's weird how it's always, like... Twenty or ten to twenty minutes before. And that's yeah. the worst in my opinion. Because you don't have time to fall back asleep. Right. You gotta stay up, and it's just ruined your whole mood already.
2: This should improve your mood. <laughs> I we was have say, anyways. We have Taylor Swift tickets today. Uh we will let you know exactly how you can get your hands on some Taylor Swift tickets and be in Pittsburgh this weekend, this morning on the Q Morning Show. Real life, real Cleveland. Yeah. Q Morning Show. It makes
4: you feel happy. It's on every morning when I
2: wake up. Q 104. Yeah. Q 104, it's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. So if you're just tuning in right now, and maybe you haven't been here in a while, we've got uh, something to update you on. Just in case you don't know, Morgan got some fantastic news this week. News that she's been waiting for for over a year. Truth. What was it?
3: Um, our paperwork for my fiance, David, and his visa to come over here and marry me finally got approved, which has been the longest part of the journey, the hardest part of the journey. And to make a really long story short, you know, we've been waiting for this paper to be approved for 12 months and one week. And so now the timeline moving forward is in four to six months, David and I will be married
2: so this was exciting news, and we announced it live on the show as soon as Morgan found out, like seconds after Morgan found out.
3: Yeah, I think it was, what, Thursday?
2: But there was an interesting detail about the timing of you finding out this incredible news. Right. And that was, because that would have been Thursday, so it would have been, I don't know what date it was. But you received the news, like, tell tell us what happened.
3: So... I found out on the 8th, June 8th, that mm-hmm. our paperwork had been approved because David texted me, you know, moments before going live on the air. And then he sends me the receipt and it says approved as of June 2nd. And I'm like, the second? That was almost a week ago. How did we not know almost a week <laughs> ago that we got, that our case was approved? We have been waiting for this moment for a year and we're a
2: week late. So, we could have been celebrating six days prior Literally,
3: to that. On that Friday, June 2nd, I could have been celebrating. I could have celebrated with David because he got here the 5th. And I'm like, how did we miss that?
2: Honestly. That's some pretty important information to get lost in your email. Yes. Now, right now, I mean, my email is a disaster. It is. Over 5,000 emails in there.
3: 5,000? Oh, yeah. Oh, my
2: god. And I have two accounts. Oof. I have my personal account and my work account. So I have 10,000 emails of just nonsense.
3: Absolutely not. I can't have more than 50. If I have more than 50, I'm going crazy.
2: So we want to know, what did you lose in the shuffle? And maybe it wasn't even your email. Maybe it was a voicemail. That you let go? like Because who checks their voicemail? Yeah, nobody.
3: Or physical mail.
2: (laughs) I have a voicemail right here from a 330 number, and I haven't listened to it yet.
3: When did it come through?
2: Friday. Okay. (laughs) And I don't know what it is. Doesn't
3: the notification drive you crazy, though?
2: It kind of does.
3: Because it would drive me nuts.
2: But it was Friday, and I'm like, I don't want to know what this is. But the thing is, uh, what if it's something important? I'm not really waiting on anything. (laughs) Like, I'm not waiting on a visa. Right. No one's going to call me to tell me that I won Taylor Swift tickets. So that's not going to happen. Right. I don't know what it could be. But that's what we kind of want to get into. What did you miss just because you weren't paying attention? Because life got in the way. Maybe it was an email, like Morgan. Maybe it's a voicemail or a text message. You just, you weren't paying any attention. 216-474-0104. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Morgan and Bill, Jade from Lorraine, is on right now. Jade, good morning. What's going on?
5: Okay, so life changing missed email. A couple years back, my husband was teaching um, English as a second language over in China. And um, we had been married 15 years. Mm -hmm. And he decides to send me an email. Telling me that he hooked up with his Chinese doctor and she's going to be his baby mama. No. Oh my. So we are getting a divorce. No, what? no, no, no. I missed the email <laughs> and didn't know until I got the divorce papers in the mail. At he at what point was like, didn't you get my email? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he cared. I think he knew because I'm not super good at checking emails. And I think it was just a super coward way out, oh my yeah. gosh,
2: I'm sorry, you said your name is Jay or Jade
5: Jay. It's well Jay. That's short, yeah,
2: okay, so Jay, your husband is in China, so you guys are doing a long distance relationship. Would you guys keep in touch like every day, or was email the way that you kept in contact?
5: No, um we would talk about maybe two, three times a week when he first left. OK. And then as he, you know, was there a while, it started getting weird. I kind of knew something was strained. I thought he was just super busy, you know. Yeah. But it kind of turned into maybe two one times, And then he would get me on the phone and say, can I talk to our child and not talk to me at all? And I was like, uh, hey, how are you doing? You know. And it just kind of dissipated from there.
3: What was the conversation of him going over there to begin with?
5: Well, he kind of eased me into this gem. At first, I was like, that's crazy. Who who would do that? But he was telling me how he was trying to find work, and he couldn't. You know, this was an opportunity to, like, bolster his resume and make some money that he can send home to me. That was supposed to be the, the hook, Right. Right. <laughs> and how long have you guys been divorced? Oh, obviously long enough that I can tell this story. <laughs> you know.
0: right.
5: Is he still there? She's still there. Wow. She's still there with the new woman. They're wow. married. They have a child. Yeah, the whole thing.
2: I'm so sorry that happened to you, Jay.
3: But it makes for a great story, however many years later. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: Do you have, like, a sense of apprehension every time you open up emails now?
5: <laughs> oh, I just don't do it. I had a thousand in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Holy morning. If you to do your
2: thing, to me. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104, Morgan and Bill. I have spent the last 10 minutes trying to get the Wheel of Fortune theme song into our system. We
3: don't have it in our system?
2: It's not in there. What the heck? And I tried to get it in, and I've been unsuccessful. Why? I don't know. It's not showing up. Weird. I don't know. Wheel of <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? I dun, have no idea. <laughs> dun, dun. I don't know. Uh, but in the news today, in Hollywood dirt, Pat Sajak is retiring.
3: Yes, after 41 seasons on Wheel of Fortune.
2: That is quite a run right there. And you are asking, is it going to be tough to replace him? And I say yes, because I think Pat Sajak is Wheel of Fortune.
3: Yeah, I would agree with you.
2: And just like Jeopardy!, I think they're going to have a heck of a time trying to find. Although, did Jeopardy really go about it the right way with all of the? No, the... it
3: was a mess. It wasn't really it? was kind oh of my a mess.
2: Gosh. And uh, I mean, it's it's on now. Is it, is is Mayim Bialik the the permanent guest host now on Jeopardy?
3: Great question. Yeah, I have I, no idea.
2: I think she is, but obviously, I think that a lot of the Jeopardy luster has gone away since. The passing of Alex Trebek.
3: Right. I don't disagree.
2: And I wonder if that'll be the same thing with with Wheel of Fortune. Can you replace an icon on that show? Right. I don't know.
3: I don't know either. Now,
2: other game shows have tried and, and have been successful. Family Feud, for example. And I'm going to... Name names Morgan that you're not going to recognize at all. But I grew up with the Richard Dawson Family Feud. Okay, and they've had, gosh, I don't know, five, six, seven guest hosts since then. And I think Steve Harvey does a nice job.
3: He if, does do a great job. People love Steve Harvey,
2: even though I don't. I don't watch Family Feud as much as I used to. I mean, these are these are shows that I watched when I was a kid. Uh, Price is Right. With Bob Barker? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I grew up with
3: Bob Barker.
2: Oh, yes. I mean, this was always my favorite moment on A Price is Right. Now, Josh, my boy, I'd love to give you that. (laughs) 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 I still get chills whenever I hear that. Whenever he gave away, or not gave away, but when you had the chance playing to win. When you for the new
3: car. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
2: I mean, just the excitement on, on those contestants. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like Drew Carey, but the price is right to me is not the same R- Agreed. anymore. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and I really do like Drew Carey. I do like that guy. Well,
3: that's with all of the replacements being from Cleveland. Because, you know, Drew Carey's from Cleveland. Um we were just talking about him. Why is the Steve name Steve Harvey? Yeah, he is from Cleveland. That's so, what we do. So maybe we could be the next Will of Fortune hosts.
2: That's that's something. Because <laughs> it's a stretch. I've always wanted to be on a Price Is Right as a as a contestant. Yeah,
3: you would do great on those shows. I feel like
2: maybe I can be the host since I'm yeah, from Cleveland. Go
3: ahead.
2: Very possible. <laughs> it's the Q Morning Show. Thanks for being here this morning. Q-104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. So summer break for my kids. We're off to a good start, I think, already. Life has changed so much already in just a few days, Morgan.
3: They've been done with school for, what, a week?
2: No, not even a week. Less Uh, than that. Yeah, less than that. Thursday of last week was their last day. It
3: feels like it's been an eternity (laughs) for me. I can imagine how you feel.
2: And the rain that we got on Sunday night into Monday washed out all the baseball fields in the area. So everything last night was canceled. All the baseball games. And then Will decided he's going to go over to a friend's house in the afternoon. Uh And Drew said, well, I'm going to go and kick a soccer ball around in the big field at at the park next door. So he's out of the house. Paul is at work. I have the house to myself. And nice. Like, well, wait a minute. What do I do?
3: <laughs> Whatever you want.
2: What am I supposed to be doing right now? And so I sat down on the couch. And even though, even though I've got all these shows that I are in the queue that I'm supposed to be watching and movies that I want to watch, I sit down and I watch Silence of the Lambs. What? Because it was on HBO.
3: <laughs> you mean Max? What is it? You mean Max? On Max, whatever whatever it is now. I know, right? We can't keep it straight.
2: I think Max is just the app. I think it's still HBO on regular TV because I have DirecTV Stream. Oh,
3: got it, got it. So
2: I think it's still HBO. And so Silence of the... It was just starting. And I'm like, so part of, part of it's like a comfort thing. Yeah. It's like it's a movie that I've seen so many times and I, and I still enjoy it. It's a rewatchable movie. Do you have movies like that that... Do you rewatch no, movies? No, you I'm like-
3: not a movie person. Though I'll rewatch shows,
2: <laughs> like what shows?
3: seasons of Survivor? <laughs> you know, I'm rewatching obviously Vanderpump Rules right now because it's top of mind for everybody. I'm watching all the old seasons, um, so yeah. But other than that, movies? No, I can't sit down and watch something for two hours. Mm. I can only commit an hour of my of my life to watching a particular show.
2: Well, that's the other thing, and that's why I think I gravitate towards these rewatchable movies because usually I'm so conditioned to have to stop and pause the movie sixteen times. Right, and you don't care because somebody needs something or whatever the case may be. But I watched the entire movie and everybody left me alone.
3: (laughs) How did that feel?
2: Odd. Yeah. Very strange. I mean, it's, it's strange when your kids grow up and they become self-sufficient. And then even last night, Paula worked late last night. Like she didn't get home until like 10.30. Jeez. And so I'm talking to the kids. Like I'm doing my nighttime routine and it's like 10, it's like 10 minutes till 10. Yeah. I'm like, all right, boys, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs>
3: And the boys were still up and yeah. you went to bed?
2: Because the they're on summer break. Yeah. Why do they need to go to bed? They
3: were going to tuck you in this time instead of the opposite way around?
2: Yeah, so I, I just went to bed and and kept my fingers crossed. I think they probably stayed up until my wife got home. Or and she that, wasn't
3: mad about that?
2: I don't think so. I haven't seen her, Yeah, so I you don't have know. yet
3: to find out.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I We haven't really talked about bedtimes. I mean, they normally stay up until like 10, 10, 30, 11. Yeah, that seems no. late. Yeah, and then and then they're they're living the life of of college kids, right? They're when
3: sleeping I, until noon.
2: Yeah, when I got up this morning, they were just getting home. They went <laughs> to go get late night sushi at Sakana. And they went to Filter Bar in the yeah. Warehouse District. They're just getting home. Uh, I'll tell you whose summer break is not off to a good start, and that is Vanessa and Avon. She is uh, trying to do something nice, but she's having a heck of a time uh, being a good Samaritan or a a good sister right now. So we've got the Cleveland Confessional. We'll hear all about her issue coming up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. It's time to overshare. Hey. So mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life changing. Step into our confessional, the Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. Let's get right to this one. We're going to Avon this morning. We're gonna to talk to Vanessa. Vanessa, good morning.
5: Good morning.
2: Go ahead with your confession when you're ready.
5: Oh, uh, sure. Um I want to confess that my sister's parenting style is just it. It's causing problems with my kids and with I. And at this point, I just don't even know how to confront it.
2: Okay. Yeah, you're going to need to explain that for me.
5: Yeah, start from the beginning. Did something happen? Um, well, it's kind of a lot of things. Um, my sister and I, we each have uh, two kids. Hers are six and four, and mine are seven and four. So they're very close, and the kids are around each other all the time. And I watch my niece and nephew pretty often.
0: That's nice of you. Um,
5: thank you. Uh, but well, I'm a stay-at-home mom, but she she just went through this awful divorce, and she works full-time. So you know, I'm just doing what I can to take care of the kids. But the problem is, is that her rules for her kids are just totally different than mine, and it's just it's causing chaos when our kids are at the house. Mm. Do you have examples? Yeah. I mean, the first one is is that her kids don't have a limit on screen time. So you know, her kids are over. They always want their phone. They always want their tablets. You know, my kids are only allowed one hour of screen time, like mm. a day. So, so no matter what I do, like. I have at least two kids that are just losing their little minds. Right, right. They're
2: coming to you to like, well, so and so gets to be on their screen. Yeah. How come I can't have a Nintendo Switch? Or,
5: well, I can
3: do this at my house. It's like it's a lose-lose situation.
5: Absolutely. And you know, the other big thing that's been causing problems is that she doesn't really care what her kids eat. You know, she says that it's just something that she doesn't have the time or the energy to fight with him about. So all her kids ever want is sugar. And I don't allow my kids sugar unless it's, like, a special occasion. Mm-hmm. So they bring over snacks from the house. And, like, I'm sorry, there's a big difference between fruit leather and fruit roll-up. <sighs> you know, my kids want their food. Yeah. and. I just, I'm not giving Mountain Dew to a six-year-old. It's gosh. just not happening.
2: Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine.
3: Oh, my gosh. But you have all four of these kids together at the same time. And
5: like you said, I'm assuming chaos is just ensuing with this. Yeah. If one is not having a tantrum, the other one ha- is, you know, and I I just, I don't know what I, I'm supposed to do. Like, I don't want to tell my sister how to parent her children, but like... <laughs> They're, they're driving me crazy. And like my children, it's such a, you know, unbalancing act for them. And at this point, it's like I, I don't even want to watch them anymore. I love them, but I, it's causing such chaos. That is tough. What, what do you even do in that
3: situation? Stop watching the kids or have a conversation with the sister?
2: Yeah, I think the answer is clear. You tell your sister, you know what, put your kids in daycare.
3: You think? No. Oh. (laughs) See, I never know when Bill's being serious or sarcastic. It's a serious problem. That would make it
2: much worse. Let's open this up. And usually we get terrific advice from people who listen to the show and have gone through similar things. And I would imagine that this is a pretty common thing that you're going through right now. So let's let's find out. 216-474-0104. Let's help out Vanessa on the Cleveland Confessional.
0: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: It's Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we're doing the Cleveland Confessional. We just heard from Vanessa in Avon, who is at her wit's end. Already, it's only a like a week in the summer vacation and she's doing a nice thing by watching her sister's kids for her. Yeah, but so. there's
3: a major issue in that the two sets of kids have two completely different roles. Yeah. And it is driving her nuts.
2: So she's doubled the kid, the kid count yeah. in her house. And, and yeah, I'm so glad that, uh, the people are calling in during the Cleveland confessional because I am, I can be no help to Vanessa because I'm, I'm listening to her and I'm like, so what? It's summer break. <laughs> Let the kids do what they want. Yeah. You know, have some food out if they want it. If they not, you know, they'll eat when they're hungry. Well,
3: they were also big differences, too, though. Like, her kids only get one hour of screen time. Her sister ki- her sister's kids, unlimited amounts of screen time. So it's like, can you even compromise on that without compromising, you know, the fundamentals of how you run your house?
2: Well, Nisha in Cleveland is going through this right now. Is that right, Delnisha?
6: Yes, I am. With your sister? And it is you With my sister, and it is crazy.
2: <laughs> tell us what's going on and tell us how you've handled it.
6: Okay, so, like, the difference between my sister's kids and mine, like, my kids have a bedtime. Her kids have no bedtime. So, like, 9 o'clock, I'm ready to shut everything down. Her kids are still, like, hyped and running and everything. <laughs> And then, like, as far as food, they are so picky. They don't eat anything. Like, for dinner, we'll have, like, whole meals, vegetables, and all. And all they want is, like, pizza and hot dogs and stuff. And it's it's just crazy. Like, the rules are totally opposite of what we have going on in our household. So, for me, I had to just literally sit down and talk to my sister, like, hey, I'm not trying to tell you how to parent, But there needs to be, you know, some type of authority. They're pretty much running your household and it's driving me nuts with my kid over here.
2: And how did that conversation go with your sister?
6: At first, she was a little, little like, hey, don't tell me how to pair, but like once I kind of broke it down to <laughs> I know, hey, right? I'm your only help now, yeah. Yeah. she kind of understood, because if this is the only help you have, you cannot drain your only help, because like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Great point.
2: <laughs> I mean, daycare is so expensive, yeah. and if that's your o- if your sister's the only one stepping up to help take care of your kids...
3: You Got to compromise a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: let's make some rules. Uh, we have another <laughs> Vanessa. This is Vanessa in Akron. <laughs> Good morning, Vanessa. Now, what what advice would you give to Vanessa and Avon?
6: Hi, Vanessa. Um, I would just say that I think the hardest conversation is going to be the conversation with the sister. So go about that a little bit gingerly. But as far as the kids go, like, she's the boss at her house. So she should be able to make rules and, you know, structure for them when they're there. And they should have to respect those. She
2: she She should say, I'm the boss, applesauce. It's
3: her house, her rules.
2: And by the way, here's some applesauce for your kids because apparently they don't eat anything healthy. (laughs)
3: No Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's right.
2: All right, all good stuff on the Cleveland Confessional. So, Vanessa, talk to your sister. Work this out, and hopefully your summer gingerly will get (laughs) them.
3: Yeah, proceed with
2: caution. Hopefully your summer will go better. Yes. It's Q104. Take
6: my hand, let me make
2: you mine. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Battle of the Burbs brought to you by Window Genie. They clean windows and a whole lot more. Morgan, let's meet our contestants today.
3: Let's do it. Caller 14 today comes to us from the city of Medina. It's Aaron. Aaron, good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Let's meet your challenger from the city of Chardon. It's Tony. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. It's a best of four question quiz. Your name is your buzzer. Tickets to Wonderstruck on the line. Aaron, Tony, are you ready to play?
5: Yes.
1: Let's
3: do it. All right. Question number one. Pat Sajak is the host of what popular game show? Tony. Tony? Wheel of Fortune. That is correct. Question number two. What is the largest U.S. state?
6: Tony.
3: Aaron. I heard Tony.
2: Me too. Alaska.
3: Alaska is correct. Now, Tony could win the game if he gets this right. Aaron, you need to get this question to stay alive. Question three. This wonderstruck headliner has done collabs with Sia, Kesha, and T-Pain. Aaron. Aaron. Khalid? Not Khalid. Tony, do you have a guess?
5: Nelly. It's
3: not Nelly, which means that Tony won the game. Because we only have one question left. Tony. <laughs> that's easy. Don't you love it when that happens? You don't even have to go to a question four.
2: Oh yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, you got to get you got to get uh, brushed up though on your Wonderstruck artist. Tony. Yeah,
3: come on. Uh, that yeah, I
2: apologize. Right, <laughs> You're going now. You're going to come hang out with us. You better learn your artists. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Did we even give him the answer? I no, I'm saving
3: oh. it for tomorrow. Oh, you are, Yes, are you? I am.
2: I see how that works. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Good to have you here this morning. It's the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So there's a new study out that shows that 40% of adults still sleep with a stuffed toy or a security blanket?
3: 40% is a lot, I feel like.
2: Do you sleep with a stuffed animal? No. Do you have one in your room? Nope. Do you have a security blanket? Nope. Do you have any blankets?
3: I mean, yes, I have, like, my vet spread but not <laughs> Are, a security blanket, no. Do you
2: sleep in a minimum security prison?
3: I have my Snuggie here, which I would consider a security blanket that, that I use every day.
2: That kind of is a security blanket. Yeah,
3: I think it is. I, I can't function without it sitting on my lap, even on, uh, you know, June 13th.
2: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Paula has... I mean, obviously, I would not make fun of anybody that, that had that, but um, Paula has... A blanket that she had when she was uh, a kid, when she was like 10 or 11 that she still has. It used to be on the bed like she used to, to keep it on the bed. I don't think she does that anymore because I think she wants to preserve it.
3: Yeah, right.
2: But um, yeah, like, yeah, it my- means a lot to her.
3: I have, I think it's at my parents' house, but like my sister and I growing up, we both had what was called a whoopee, right? You know, little whoopee that you carry around. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still have it, just it's not physically at my apartment and I don't think it's physically at my sister's house, but we do keep those things.
2: Right. But a grown adult, like cuddling up every night with Chase from the Paw Patrol. Right.
3: <laughs> Probably not, not. I don't know. It yeah, seems kind of weird, but a little bit. if
2: that's what you're into, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, producer Stevie, is she coming in here? Yes. Okay. I think she went to the casino the other day. <laughs> yes. Did Stevie win anything? My guess is no, since she's still here. Uh, we'll talk to her coming up. Real life. Real Cleveland. Awesome way to wake up. It's the Q Morning Show.
3: So much good music. I love it. Q104.
2: It's the Q Morning Show. Q104. Morgan and Bill and producer Stevie, who went to the casino... <laughs>
3: Unfortunately, I did. <laughs> Unfortunately. Good morning, Stevie, by the way. Good morning. Thanks is, for popping in.
2: Is this the first time you've ever been to a casino?
4: Yeah, I went once in Vegas when I was there, but like just for fun, not like serious. It was the first time I actually went for a while.
2: And you tried your hand at gambling.
4: I did. What did you do? Tell us your experience. I just did the slot machines. So oh, okay. My girlfriend's really into gambling, and so I never used to go. And then when I met her, she was like, we should go.
2: Do you think that's going to be a problem that your girlfriend's really into gambling?
4: No, she doesn't go that often. She's, she's okay. not under, she just enjoys it. Okay. She doesn't go often. Okay.
2: So you
3: went, what, this past weekend? Yeah. Okay, played the slot machines. And how much did you win? Nothing. I Nothing. Lost.
4: <laughs> I lost. How much? I didn't spend much. I only brought, like, 150 That's
3: a <laughs> lot. Right.
4: Well, what do you mean? She won money, so I feel like it's yeah. a scam every time. She won like seventeen hundred dollars. What? Yeah, really? And on I won slots. Yeah,
2: seventeen hundred on slots—that's a lot. That think- is
4: a lot. It was like it- for uh, two days. She went two days, and that's
2: oh much my fun. Gosh, she really does have some sort <laughs> yeah, of big problem. I was not- say,
4: You said she wasn't into it. She's going back to back days. Well, because she won, so she wanted to go again, and then <laughs> she started losing, and then she stopped. And now we have Now she's done. <laughs> well, at least okay. she knows when. To yeah. stop. Once you're winning, you gotta keep going. Which is, I'm the opposite. If I win like one dollar, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's we're it. done here. I'm done.
3: Pack I it up know. for the night. Yeah. I have only been. I've been to a casino on two separate occasions. Once was in Las Vegas. Um, like you, I kind of just wandered around and took it yeah. all in. And then I went to Jack downtown one time, and I only won twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's better than zero. Have you, Bill, you used to live in Phoenix. You had to have gone to Vegas a couple times in your day. Oh, sure.
2: Yeah, I've been to Vegas a lot of times. I'm not a big gambler, though. Like, I don't play slots. Like, I, don't, I just don't think, I feel like I'm just wasting my money just putting you money in the You really are. <laughs> it's
4: kind of, every time you hit the little button, you lose, like, a dollar. Have you I, ever won a
3: significant amount of money,
4: Bill? Yeah.
2: I like to play blackjack, but I'm also intimidated to play blackjack because, and here's the reason why, because I'm really bad at math. And so when I have two cards down in front of me, and like if they put down like a seven and six, yeah. I take too long <laughs> to add up the cards, especially if I'm drinking and I, I'm i so intimidated by the other people at the table. And so I think that I'm just going to screw everything up. So I I like to play blackjack. But I don't play the it The tables for that are reason. scary.
4: I walked by them and I was like, that looks intense and out of my league. Yeah.
3: yeah. And it's like the other people that are at the table, I feel like they know what they're doing. Yeah. I do not know what I'm doing. It's not beginner mm-hmm. friendly. So I don't want to sit down at a table and lose all my money. Bill, you never told us how much you won.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you next because let's do this. Let's do gambling stories. Okay. What is your gambling story? <laughs> the time that you went out gambling and you actually won something and you tell everybody that... This is what I did, and this is how much I won. Or uh, or have you lost? Yeah, we, yeah. we go the opposite <laughs> direction, too. And then I'll tell you what happened when I played blackjack. Okay. 216-474-0104. Q104. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill and producer Stevie, who told us that she went to the casino for the first time. Her girlfriend did much better than she did.
4: Way better.
2: Seventeen hundred. That's an impressive gambling that story. That is. She better That's-
4: buy me a present. <laughs> a lot of money.
2: That's better than my gambling story. But uh, Stevie, producer Stevie, went out and lost. Jay's joining us right now. Jay, good morning. Good morning. You got a gambling story you want to share with us? I do. What do you got?
0: Okay, so in two thousand twelve me and my now ex wife uh went to Vegas, uh kinda like a honeymoon thing and uh so we had a we had a you know, little bit of money that we had and we agreed this is what we're gonna spend, this that and third. Well the second night we were there, she blew through all her money and overdrew her account by six hundred dollars.
4: Oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I'm paying for everything in Vegas, you know, the entire trip. We were there for seven days. Yeah. So I thought I was going to have to sell my body to get
2: back home.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: my
0: god. You know, because
2: <laughs> we were broke. We were broke, bro. Oh, uh, Jay, it could have been so much worse, though. 600? <laughs> yeah. Like, it really could have been a, a lot Still, worse.
3: Still, to overdraw your account, that's really not something that you should no. do. Yeah.
0: You but then we kind that. of made up for it when she went to Prescott Downs, and uh, some some old lady like left all her credits in the slot machine, and so she took her she took her credits and won two hundred and fifty dollars. Two fifty. So. All right. Oh, so you're getting funny. some of that money <laughs> back just a little bit.
3: <laughs> we're just not going to ask questions. Where yeah. however the money gets to you, it gets to you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. We cashed out, got back on the bus, and came back. On. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate Jay. You, you listening. Thank Love you so you. much.
2: Uh, yeah, so the, really, the only time that that I gambled, it's it's not a great gambling story, but it's the it's the only one that I have, and I'm going to bring up a bad memory when I tell you the night that I did this. It was in 2010, and I was on a cruise to Mexico, and it was the night of the decision. The oh,
3: the de- bronze decision, the
2: bronze decision. So I'm on this boat, and I'm somewhere in the Mexican waters. And I go to the, the bar, but oh, for whatever reason, they don't have ESPN. <laughs> so I couldn't watch the the decision live. So what they settled on was we turned on CNN, and Larry King was still doing his show. And Larry King was actually doing – it was all about LeBron. And so on CNN, they had cameras in all these bars. So they had a camera in Chicago. They had a camera in Miami. They had a camera in New York and a camera in Cleveland. I think it was at a Winking Lizard somewhere. And so I'm, that's how I watched the decision. I couldn't watch the ESPN version. I watched CNN. And the only way that I knew that LeBron decided not to come back to Cleveland was because I, I just had my eyes transfixed on the camera that was at the Winking Lizard bar. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I see double middle fingers <laughs> into the camera. And I'm like,
4: he's uh, gone. No. We
2: lost him. And I was so despondent. And I was so I was so sad. I'm like, I'm gonna go play blackjack. <laughs> the and, only solution. And you Paula's, just lost
3: LeBron. You might as well lose all your money, right?
2: Paula's like, no, do not do it. You suck at blackjack. <laughs> you can't do math in your head. Don't do it. And I'm like, I'm doing it. So Paula like left me and went to bed. And so I'm it's late at night. I'm in this this uh uh cruise casino and I'm sitting with these guys and I'm just throwing my money down. I ended up winning $90.
3: He's rich.
2: $90. And it's like three in the morning and I I go back into the the room and I wake up Paula and I'm like, Paula, I just paid for this whole trip.
3: (laughs) Who cares about LeBron? I got $90 in the bank account now.
2: You said I wasn't going to win and I did in your face. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, it was yesterday at this time that we were talking about squish mellows. Morgan, do you remember that?
3: I do, yes. Them being in Happy Meals. Yeah.
2: McDonald's is going to put squish mellows in Happy Meals. And all I said was, I don't know what squish mellows are. I've never heard them.
3: We did a quick Google and we went about our
2: day. Okay. Okay. And then do you remember yesterday we were in the Q lounge with our listeners and we were about to watch Shinedown and my mom called. Yes. And I didn't take the call. I let it go to voicemail. And then I checked my voicemail. And this is what I got. We're going to
3: need a new name for our
2: That's not it.
3: (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) That's Paw Patrol audio. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that is Paw Patrol audio. This is what I got.
6: Uncle Bill, according to your podcast, you don't know what a Squishmallow is. I am very mad at you. It is a stuffed animal shaped like a ball, and it's very squishy and comfortable. It's
5: like a pillow. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go.
2: That is my niece, Sadie.
3: Thank you, Sadie.
2: In the fourth grade, and apparently she listens to our podcast, (laughs) which uh, I was not aware of, and she's mad that I didn't know anything about Squishmallow.
3: Hey, look, now we know. It's all about learning experiences in life.
2: Yeah, give me a break.